Hey guys, Jake from Jake's Basketball Cards here. Thanks for listening in. I know it has been a while since my last episode. Um, I've been in the middle of moving, um, have made a couple trips, and then have all around just been crazy busy lately. Um, But now that I'm in my new place, I have a little bit more set structure moving forward, and I'm going to be making a lot more content in general, um, and I'm very excited to get back uh, in the swing of things. So, Without further ado, I'm doing a hobby update. A hobby update of as of like the last couple days, a lot has happened. Uh, a lot of really important stuff um, that's gone down that I just wanted to touch on. So yeah, let's jump into it. So if you haven't already seen, um, there was the 1914 Babe Ruth uh, pre rookie card uh, that was obtained by Collectible. For those of you who don't know what collectible is, um, it's one of the, um, from my understanding, it's one of the several uh, fractional ownership uh, companies that are kind of emerging into this new, you know, high-end market for these sports cards. What's confusing about this to me in the posting is it does show, you know, that the wording is interesting in that they obtained it. And then it's valued at $6 million plus. It doesn't actually, from my understanding of this news, it doesn't quite say exactly how much um, they paid for it. Uh, I guess we'll see kind of, you know, where things land with that and what exactly the, you know, value would be for it. I do think that we will be, we are pretty close to seeing um, a 10 plus million dollar card. Uh, this one, you know, if it is about $6 million that they did pay for it, I believe that's the most expensive, uh, sports card ever sold. Uh, this was in an SGC three. Um, a lot of people I saw in posts of people making for these car for this card were like, Oh, why is this in an SGC, you know, slab? And, um, when it comes to vintage and especially pre-war cards, um, SGC has a very strong reputation for being a great grading option. Uh, I know people definitely prefer um, SGC to BGS even for some of these cards. And um, from my understanding, even to PSA, um, you know, it might just be that they have um, the better people and experts for this. You know, I'm not exactly sure the reasons why. Uh, I just know that their reputation is pretty strong within these, you know, groups of cards, this kind of genre of cards of the pre-war cards. Um, so that was a huge, you know, huge, another huge sale. It's crazy to me that there's just so much money on the high end for cards. Um, people, you know, we do think, you know, you know, it's easy to see the lower end and say, you know, stuff is dropping. But when you look at the top end and you see where things are going, it's hard to say that, you know, the market isn't doing great because, you know, a lot of those cards are going for crazy, crazy amounts. But yeah, just some thoughts on that. Um, like I said, I think we'll see a $10 million sale here. I want to say this year, I want to say we're going to break past the $10 million mark this sometime this year. Um, another huge uh, piece of news is that 
that we heard yesterday is the national convention is a go. Um, I have, I need to book my um, plane tickets, but I have my, thankfully I have my hotel booked. I've had my hotel booked for uh, a few months now um, because it seemed like that was going to be the biggest issue for getting down there. And I'm glad I did because from what I can hear, you know, from what I'm hearing, um, at least some of the hotels in the area are starting to really get booked out. So if you haven't got travel and your your travel and stay um, all booked out yet and you're planning on going, I would highly recommend you do so um, just because I know stuff around that area is starting to fill up pretty pretty quick and probably, you know, unless you're planning on renting a car, uh, you probably want to be as close as possible if you're planning, um, if you're planning on walking, because uh, that would be a lot of walking to walk, you know, long distances to and from the convention and then spend all day walking around. So um, another big uh, update, PSA is going to have on-site grading there. Uh, as far as what that's going to look like, how much it's going to cost, um, should be pretty interesting. I saw one person comment that they thought it would be about 600 a card um, at a limit of two per um, person, which I think is probably pretty in line with, you know, what their, uh, I think their, you know, in-person drop-off ones are. Um, so we'll see what that looks like. You know, a lot of people are predicting, a lot, a lot of people bring their cards to get graded there. Uh, you know, unless you've got some high-end stuff that you're planning on moving uh, there, I'm not sure exactly um, <laughs> where all these high-end cards are going to come from because you do, you know, you do have to have, um, you do have to have something at a certain value that's going to make that 600, maybe more, um, cost of grading worth it, you know, and maybe that's something you get at the show, uh, that you're like, oh, this is raw, maybe a new Lamello or something like that. I don't know, but yeah, we'll see how that turns out. Hopefully, you know, I think, yeah, they should be July 1st is when they should be opening up again. So they'll be, have, they'll have been opened up for about a month when they go there. Um, kind of on the same line as grading, BGS has actually suspended their services, except their highest level, similar, pretty much exactly the same as what, um, PSA has done. Um, I do think this is a good move for them. Uh, I do think that they like PSA need time to catch up and this is probably a smart thing to do that probably should have been done a while ago for the both of them, but I am glad to see, you know, steps being taken um, from both sides to, um, you know, work on that and to, you know, help hopefully improve the long-term, um, you know, health of grading and what that can be for people. Uh, another exciting update that we had is that eBay buyers uh, won't be able to withdraw bids on sports cards without seller approval. It used to be that you could just go in and um, request your bid to be uh, removed. And generally, um, that would not take any, there wouldn't be any issue there for as a buyer and your bid would just 
get removed without any question. Um, now the the seller will be the one that has to approve um, the withdraw on the bids. Um, so yeah, we'll see if that discourages people from shill bidding and then early on and then you know removing their bid later on, making it look like you know early on earlier on in the bidding process um, that the card is worth more than it should be, especially for low you know, or rare cards where maybe there's a couple of these listed and the bidding gets up towards the bin price of the other one that's listed and maybe that sells, you know, but the bids on the card are, you know, being manipulated uh, just so that they can get withdrawn and cause, you know, that other one to sell. Um, So yeah, well, hopefully this has an impact. I do hope that, you know, eBay continues to take steps to protect the sellers um, as it's been pretty hard to uh, I know for a lot of people to want to um, you know post more cards on there uh, really jump in as much as uh, potentially they have been or you know with the other you know alternative selling sites that they've kind of become a little bit more desirable to go through just because of the issues that uh, eBay can have at sometimes but um, yeah, that's pretty much it for, uh, the hobby updates. Um, one more thing that's not really a set update, but something we've kind of been noticing lately is that it appears that PSA is grading pretty tough on, um, base cards, um, going down from, you know, a lot of them had 50, 60% PSA 10 rates to maybe 30 to 40% now. Uh, I definitely saw it with a big uh, base um, sub that I had. I got like 13 out of 96 cards as PSA 10s. Um, That was pretty rough. Uh, But the thing I have noticed on the flip side of that is car. So it seems that they're doing that for, you know, maybe some pop control, um, you know, being pretty picky with the base cards. They don't want too many of those out there. Um, But when it, so that, you know, people still want to grade because they're valuable enough to grade. Um, but on the flip side, some of the rare stuff, I've seen them be a lot more forgiving. Uh, I sent in my, you know, Kevin Durant, uh, 2008 tops Chrome orange refractor. Uh, and that had like a very slight, very, very slight, um, surface dimple on it that I was, you know, thinking that realistically I was probably going to get a nine with it. That was kind of my expectation. Um, but I thought, you know, maybe if they, um, kind of overlook it, it could get a 10 and the card got a 10. So, you know, I thought, you know, based on how perfect everything else was on the card, edges, corners, um, and centering, they were all just super great. You know, I thought it still had a shot at a 10 as that. And I'm, you know, I think it's a fair graded as a 10. Um, but I think if that was a card that was a base card, you know, 2018 rookie, you know, Trey Young or something like that, it definitely would not have got the grade that it did. So, you know, if you're trying to make a strategy for one, for when PSA opens back up, I would definitely recommend looking to target, uh, low pop rare cards, um, that are in good shape, 
I do think you'll have more leeway with those than you will with the high pop base cards. So just wanted to leave you guys with that thought as well. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, you know, follow me on, on the, all the other socials, uh, Jake's B-Ball Cards. Um, I really appreciate all your guys' support. I have a Discord um, group that I send out deals to. And then I also have a, um, if you're wanting to support, um, before you make any major purchases on eBay, I do have an affiliate link uh, in my Discord group uh, that you can click on that will give me a small percentage of that sale, uh, part of what um, eBay takes in their fees. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that. It helps me to keep uh, the podcast free and um, my Discord as well. So I appreciate all your guys' support. Super pumped to be getting back into these. I know I say that pretty much every episode, but yeah, hopefully this time it continues to keep traction for a little bit. Hope you all have a great day. Hopefully we'll be able to bring you guys some more news coming up real soon.